Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Uh, Steve and I are together in the Cleveland studio. We've had some scheduling issues between the two of us. So we, I, don't want to put words in your mouth, I apologize for not coming at you at our regular scheduled time, but we're glad to be together. And the world feels incredibly fucked up to me right now, but that's a different discussion that I'm sure we'll get into. How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Just uh, got back from the Habitat for Humanity State Conference. Um, you know, talking about building affordable housing and, and helping people. So that was, uh, that was nice. And, um, but we... In Athens, Ohio? No, 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 no. no. Oh. That was at, I was in Athens, Ohio earlier in the week, but that Sorry. was something different. Sorry. I have been back and then went down to Columbus <laughs> for the, for Habitat. this conference. Uh, you know, it's been, been a lot of time on the road this past, I don't know, few weeks, really. It's supposed um, to be for being a shitty friend. No, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's hard to keep track. You know, it, I mean, it truly is. It truly is. But I know you've been running around. It's good. Good to see you, man. It's been a while. We yeah. don't go five days without seeing each other very often. Uh -huh. um, and everything's been perfectly kosher in the world. Uh, that's a bad choice of terms. Everything's been oh, perfect in the Jesus world. <laughs> that also all right. Bad. Also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're off to a glorious start here in the <laughs> Congress. Um, so Israel remains a mess, and I'm really angry with lots of groups in the U.S. about this. But I'm gonna. Throw the ball to you if you want it, or yeah. I'll take it myself. No, I mean there's there's no there's nowhere to really look, and I guess I don't even know if find comfort is the right word. I mean, we both it's, used words so well so far. Right. I mean, it just it's it's you know you you've got Israel having to you know so Israel gets attacked by Hamas uh, back in early October. Um, you know, members of Hamas come in and just basically start slaughtering people in Israel. Uh, Israel, you know, in return responds, uh, and you know, it's one of those you you hit me with a hammer, I'm going to shoot you with a bazooka type thing. Um, you know, they, they they've started ground attacks in Palestine. Um, you know, the big concern is is the the innocent people there, the hostages there. There was uh, reports today that U.S. hostages are going to get released. Um, I believe Egypt has set up like a makeshift hospital on their border, but they're only accepting people with dual citizenship and, and American citizens and, and some of the volunteers and workers there. Um, I know that anyone that they accepted from Palestine, like Israel had to make a promise that people, once the war was over, that Palestinians could go back to Palestine, which I think is laughable because once this war is over, I have to imagine that, you know, assuming that Israel comes out on the other side as, as I guess, the victor, again, for lack of a better word, that they're going to just annex Gaza and the West Bank. And um, I don't know if there will be a Palestine for people to go back to. Um, or even if they would want to, so I, I think. I mean, it could be. It just it will likely be a pile of rubble. Yeah, exactly. It's gross. I'm sorry. Right. But I mean, it'll be a pile of rubble that Israel will annex, and and if they annex it, they'll clean it up and make it fine. But you know, will Palestinians be welcome there? I can't imagine that they would. And even if they are welcomed back, what are they being welcomed back 
in two, right? And right. what what's yeah. the expectation of how they're going to be treated, right? It's just like, oh, welcome back, but we think that you were a Hamas sympathizer, so in jail you go, or something along those lines, right? Like, it's hard to... How could a Palestinian trust anything that Netanyahu or anybody says on this? Um, and look, it, it's... This is just the, the uh, awful situation because, again, you know, you've got Hamas, which is separate from Palestinian people, and there are people who want to make the argument that, well, Palestinians voted for Hamas to be their government, which was back in, what, two, when was that, 2007, I think that election was, uh, or something I don't, I don't along in that, those lines. In that, in that vein, yeah. But it, it's been, you know, you know, 15 years. Yeah, 15 ish. plus years, 20 years, whatever. And so. Uh, you know, like, you have to be able to separate the people. Like, I can separate the people of Israel from the state, right? Sure. Like, the state of Israel, the government of Israel has done a lot of things wrong. But I don't necessarily put that on the people that live there. Hamas, you know, committed a terrorist act. But I don't put that on the Palestinian people, right? Whether they voted for Hamas or not, um, you know, I guarantee... I, well, I won't guarantee, but... I have to imagine that most of those people would prefer if Hamas did not had not gone in and killed all those people, if not for anything, just to save their own lives, right? Like, sure. I'm sure... As a know, civilian, it's in as your a, best right. interest not to have what's happening now Right, exactly. Go on. Like, I'm sure as a civilian, they understood that if that something like that were to happen, that they would suffer the brunt of it and be used... Um, you know, as shields, as as they are. I heard a really disturbing report that, you know, there's a hospital there in Palestine that they're, that Hamas has their, you know, main base of operations under this hospital with tunnels, you know, running out so that, you know, like, well, Israel was not going to strike a hospital with all these innocent people in it, so we'll just set up our base under it, and what are you going to do about it, right? You're going to blow up this hospital to get to us and kill all those people, and we can't evacuate those people because where are we going? Where are they going to go? Um, so you know you're screwed, right? Um, and then Israel has to figure out like, well, we can't continue to let Hamas operate given what they just did. Uh, so how do they go about it? And um, you know, there, there's no anyone saying that they have a simple solution. Again, throwing out there, oh well, we just need a two-state solution. Like guys, we are way beyond that. And it is just not that simple. And I saw, I saw something that was going back and saying, oh, well, you don't know the history of Israel and Palestine. And it all began in 1907. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right? Because those people saying that this all started back in, the, you know, World War One and everything else, right? Like, they, they want to talk about people who say, you know, you got to go back to 1948. It's like, guys, this goes back even further than that. Right. Like, I mean, these people are making, again, making claims. Right. Each side can point to something pre-biblical in some instances. Right. As far back as they go with with their connections to, you know, Abraham and, and, and everything else where this this doesn't have a simple geopolitical solution that you can pull out of a textbook and say that it's going to fix it. Right. And I, I don't have a good answer to tell you what fixes it. And what I can tell you is that, again, but as I've been saying, my, my concern is just about the the people, the civilians, the people that are not, you know, Hamas sympathizers that are screaming, the people that just literally want to live their lives but have already lived their lives in the Gaza Strip and in the West Bank in pretty miserable conditions and now are in war conditions. Um, 
you know, just how awful for those children. You see these terrible stories. I, I saw a story that they found a girl who, a young girl, a child, who had her arm cut off, had been suffering with this, you know, not amputated, but just cut off limb. And they tried to save her and she died and she was a child, right? Like this is, this is what we're dealing with here. And, you know, I, I think you're going to talk about some of these groups here, whether it's the kids on the college campuses, you know, yeah. or, or some of even our own political leaders coming out in support of Hamas or anti-Israel or anti-Palestinian or Muslim, you know, Trump talking about he's going to, any student that shows any support for Palestine or Hamas, they're going to get their visas revoked and, and he's going to reinstitute his Muslim ban. And, you know, there's all these, you know, you got Fox News saying that there's all these lone wolf uh, terrorist actors waiting just to be, you know, waiting to activate and, and, and um, you know, start shit here in the U.S. Like, it's just, it is a fucking disaster. Um, and I wish I could speak more intelligently about it, but there's there's so much that is, that touches this that it, you can't cover it all. And again, I just don't, I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know if there is one. You know, I think the right answer flew out the window when Hamas did what they did. Because now Israel can justify pretty much anything. And I'm saying this on the notion that, or on the premise that, if a group of the... If the I don't want to say Mexican cartels, I don't want to bring that in. But if we were attacked in the way they were, I would probably be among the people saying, gloves are off, let's go. And in this case, the people, unfortunately, the people are suffering. I do want to go after the groups uh, you talked about. I, I kind of want to be a bit of a jerk, though, and say that I consider myself a very empathetic person. Um, I'm probably more of a softie than you, but I also know when it comes to especially uh, little girls getting hurt because of your life situation, that hits you in a way that I'm not saying I can't appreciate, but it probably hits you differently than me. Yeah. And I think when I, I know you well enough to know that that just hits a nerve with you and you're... I'm trying, I'm trying not to be weird, but it's, it's well, an emotional it thing. I mean, I mean, here's an example, right? Uh, Halloween, my daughter fell off her scooter. We had, you know, gone trick-or-treating. And then, you know, she was kind of done with running from house to house. Like, she burns <laughs> out on that pretty quick. Um, but she just kind of wanted to ride her scooter around the neighborhood while, you know. And so I let her, but then she fell, right? And so it's weird with me because on the one hand, I want her just to pop up and be tough and brush it off. But then at the same time, I'm, like, freaking out. Like, is she injured? Is she okay? Right? So the idea of living in a situation where it's, it's not kids riding scooters, it's kids avoiding bombs, right? I saw this awful, awful story of two brothers, right, who each had, like, four kids. All right. Right? So This the, is in Palestine? This is in Palestine. And the brothers each, so they both had four kids, and they both swapped two. You take two of mine, I'll take two of yours. So, that if something happens to me, two of my kids survive, right, and live on with you, right, and vice versa. And, and I can't even begin to comprehend that thought, right? Like, if something happens to me, take at, le at least take these two of my kids so that if, some, if I get blown up, these two die with me, but then these two live with you and hope to God that something doesn't happen to you and both our families are wiped out. 
right? That's what these people are living with, right? And and I I, I can't like some of these people who you know are out here, like protest like because he, my issue is, your people that are protesting, that are anti-Israel, right? These these white kids from the right. suburbs that are like, look. I, I empathize with the people of Palestine because I, I like, and we have talked about this way before this. Yes, yeah. That there are a lot of things, there are a lot of of, of similarities parallels, and parallels yeah, yeah. between the struggle of the Palestinian people and the struggle of African American people in the U.S. Right, but then it's but it's even more complicated given just what that situation is there, right? So I get the empathy, but some of this this anti-Israel um, you know, uh, just pro, uh, basically pro Hamas support. This is it, it's it's for show. It's for attention. It's I need to show how, you know, not to you, you know, not to go down, you know, how uh, much of an ally I am, how woke sure. I am, how you know progressive I am. I'm gonna buck the system and I'm gonna say fuck Israel or whatever. You know, because, uh, you know, like you're an Ivy League student at Columbia, at Harvard, right? Like, and, and you, your you, temper tantrum on campus, what the fuck is that doing? How are you helping those people? Go fucking raise money to figure out how to get those people help is what you need to be doing. Figuring out a way to get volunteers over there to help the medical situation. Figuring out how to get volunteers in there at all, right? Helping figuring out ways to get people out of there who don't need to be there. That's where we need the brain power. You're the you're the ones at the Ivy League schools. You guys are the brightest and the best. Go help figure out a solution, not throw a temper tantrum, right, and yell these ridiculous, offensive, uh, hurtful things. Like a lot of the a lot of the Jewish people here, they, they ain't do it. They don't deserve this. They're not the ones telling Netanyahu to go and fucking bulldoze right. this entire this entire group of people, right? What the fuck are we doing? You know, I, I want to be a bit more aggressive than that and say. Where the fuck were you six months ago, two years ago, whatever? If the, and and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not blaming these people, but I'm criticizing them saying, now you're so passionate. Now anti-Israel, anti-US, anti-whatever. But w- two years ago, because I, I think I said it the last time we got together, that um, a lot of you know, these, these protesters were, um, you know, like, like in Palestine, they should have had essentially a civil rights movement. Maybe they tried. May I don't know, and that's on me, ignorant American, whatever. But you know, the the best chance for a peaceful solution would be show the world, okay, as Palestinians, here's what we're dealing with from an oppressive government, because they were, are, whatever. But we talked about how dangerous that would be <laughs> under those circumstances to be in the streets of Gaza and 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 doing formal protests. Hey. Ivy League kids, or even I've got some friends here that are not, uh, you know, they have Middle Eastern uh, backgrounds or ethnicities, and they're telling me this is 100% on Israel, not telling me personally, they're putting it on Facebook. And I know these people, and I consider them friends and whatever, but at the same time, like, I never heard you say a word about this until now. Well, I'm going to push back only a little bit. Push right? back because, oh, 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 because we've talked about this aspect, right? Critiquing Israel in the past. Right and yeah, many times. And the issue is like to I I don't want to. I'm not. Go ahead. Well, what I'm saying is 
You criticize now Israel. You're right, you criticize Israel. I have. And what they, not you, but I'm just saying in general, okay. if, if, if a person were to criticize Israel in something they were doing in relation to Palestine in terms of val- uh, violating human rights or, um, you know, abusing their power or what have you, then the pushback is, is that you're anti-Semitic, right? And then you get canceled and then you go through all that stuff, right? Which is, you know, which I think is part of the reason why there wasn't as much criticism from some of these groups, right? Because, right, like they're, like, they create this cancel culture and then they kind of get sucked into the situation <laughs> where they don't want to be canceled because they're criticizing Israel because, you know, all that other stuff. But now they are emboldened because the situation has reached this sort of fever pitch. So now they're coming out in full force and it's almost just like, well, we're going to get all our frustration and anger about Israel out in this particular situation when it's just, it, it's it's not the right path. I get that you're angry about it. I get that you want to show support for the Palestinian people. And and again, it's, let's just take it to the, you know, like, let's take it to the edge and beyond by saying, well, Hamas didn't have a choice. Hamas did what they had to do. Like, no, like, there's a line there and Hamas crossed it, right? Like, that was a terrorist action where they went out and they fucking killed innocent people for revenge. And they come out and they said, like, look, Right, like even you've got leaders, like Muslim leaders and, and people from Hamas saying, like, look, our goal is to eradicate Israel. Right, we just want it gone. Right, like so it, when they come out and say that, to say that, well, you know, like they're just looking for justice and they want peace and they want their own state. Like, that's not what the leaders of fucking Hamas are saying. Right, like so you it hasn't you, been forever. Right, and you have to take that shit into consideration. And and if you if you don't want to take the time to 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 respect the nuance that is required to look at this situation, right? And because this is this is more than it's it's even more than just two groups fighting for land, right? There's there's ties to oil. There's ties, you know, uh, uh, China, Russia, uh, Iran, Syria, the United States, oil, energy, trade, commerce, routes, um, rail. All that sort of stuff. Like, there's so much more to this than just oh, these are two groups that are fighting over a piece of land, and you know Israel's not nice about it, and the poor people are pa- like there, there. There's way more to this than just these two groups that just can't get along, and Israel's not being fair, so we're going to stomp and scream and yell about it, right? Like this is there's a lot more to this that like because people don't understand it, it's so easy for them to be manipulated into saying ridiculous things, right? Creating this chaos that allows who knows what to go on behind the scenes, right? Like people using the, not the distraction, but the chaos that's caused by what Hamas did, right? And then what's happening geopolitically behind the scenes, right? That people aren't making the connection to, but is a part of this. And, you know, you may not, you may say, you don't, I don't need to think about all that or that doesn't matter. It's just what, it, well, it does because it could be a driver to this, right? Because I still have the, the big question that I have with Israeli intelligence is as good as it is, right? Even to the point where the U.S., you know, works with Israelis and, and, uh, What's their what's their uh, special group called? Uh, IDF? Or no, 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 not, not Mossad. Yeah, Mossad. Like we're you know working with Mossad on different things when it comes to uh, uh, intelligence and all that other stuff. You mean to tell me that Israel was completely caught off guard by what happened back in early October? Like that to me rings very suspicious, 
right? It's now. Am I saying? Well, I am push, saying. I'm gonna push back at you. Well, right I am saying like did 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 Israel, you know, pull like you know you have that scene in the Avengers, right? Oh, where no. well, think about it. Where where what did Black Panther say? He was just like, open up the gate, let them through, right? We we'll let them through. We'll fight them. We'll we'll take the fight to them. Right, so did you have a situation where Netanyahu or someone in Israel says, "You know what? We know this attack is coming. We know where it's coming from. We could stop it, but let's not, because this then gives us the justification we need to move forward and go ahead and eradicate Palestine and do what we need to do for our safety, security, whatever." I don't know, but man, that I don't know. What what you're saying does not sound crazy to me. Um, it, it's it's. I mean, similar things were said about Pearl Harbor and 9/11. Where it's like, did we know and let it happen to justify the, I don't have a better expression, the larger cause. I was going to say greater cause. I didn't want to get misinterpreted. Maybe. I don't know. What I was going to push back on, though, is we as Americans tend to think of Israeli intelligence as being infallible. We've seen our own intelligence groups fuck up yeah. left, right, and sideways. And, and, and I think most foreign countries would look at our CIA, our... NSA and go, oh, the U.S. intelligence was, you know, it may not be as great as we think it is. There might be a lot of corruption and in, incompetence and whatever Maybe. in their systems. And, and, and to, to, quote, to quote one Stephen Davis, Esquire, <laughs> two things can be true at once. <laughs> there could be well, knowledge I, and yeah, incompetence. I mean, I would given, you know, I mean, look, our, our intelligence, they definitely make mistakes for sure. But considering, you know, the the... The shit that they stop Comprehend, yeah. on, a, on a daily basis. Yeah, we, I mean, we, they're pretty don't, we good, don't know right? what they do right. Right. Um, we just we just know when they get things wrong, and frankly, they it doesn't like. And I think that when applies they, here too. When they get something wrong, it's it's noted, right? It, it it's blown up, right? Because it doesn't happen that often, right? right? Sure. To be honest, sure. And so you you could be right. Maybe they did just miss this, but given the situation, I just it just seems. Hard to believe, right? Like they're right well, next door. Well, right. I mean, like I mean, nine eleven. They had to fly across the fucking ocean, right? Like they had to come across and they had to sneak in. They had to infiltrate and do the whole fucking thing, right? They had student uh, visas. What's that? Some of them had student visas. Well, exactly. They, tra- they right? travel. They're yeah, right. They're I mean, right. That, you're that's right. a you know, it's it's a little bit different than these motherfuckers just walked across the border, right? And then or you know, lived, par- lived in their homes. I right, mean, they're lived, in a yeah. occupied. Yeah. Sorry not to jump. No, on no, you, no. But, you're right. I mean, I just. It's hard to. It's there's a lot here, um, and and aside from the geopolitical, it's still I still just go back to, you know, seeing the faces of these people that are terrified, um, or injured, or dead. Um, you know, I mean, I, the last month I've seen so many dead people online that have been killed in this. Um, it's just it's it's beyond disturbing. Right? right, and and again, there's things you can't unsee. You can't unsee it. You can't un unfeel it, um, and you know you, you. It makes you reassess the shit that you're you're, you're frustrated about here at home, um, and like again, I don't know what the solution is, and I need people smarter than me with more experience to 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 be on it, and not be kind of driving it. I, I've been trying to think of a solution. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to snap my fingers come up with one. And I briefly thought about, okay, we just need to have NATO forces just get in there. And, and I'm, your, and your reaction is exactly where my brain went. Like, 
they're going to get shot at and blown up by Hamas just as easily as Israelis, if not more. So that, I, I mean, I've, I've, been harping, I've been harping about avoiding World War Three for a year and a half now based on the Ukraine situation. Gosh, literally World War III. I know. I, that, exactly. Like, I, mean, I was coming up with this, and that's what I was going to do. Sending NATO like, in, right? Like, sending NATO forces in, that's... Well, it can't be just the U.S., Okay, but NATO's did just as bad. No, I you said, did not. No, you did not. I said I'm, sending NATO forces yes, in. Yeah, correct. Um, I I don't know, like because now it's it's the same thing, only with more guns, right? <laughs> than what Israel's already doing. Because NATO, NATO, well, no, just no. I'm saying in. NATO go in and force a ceasefire and say everybody fucking stop. I know you're giving me the look. Don't look at me. I can feel your stare. <laughs> um, I mean, but, like, but exactly. And that was where I went. I'm like, there, that doesn't work. There's no fucking way that works. And that was the best I could come up with. Yeah, it's mean, just, okay, everyone stop. Here are our forces. We're going to figure out a solution with guns on the ground. And that ends awfully, I think. And that's the best I could do. Because if you send NATO in, why then every other Muslim country is like, oh, that's what you're going to do? I'm, again... I I just I went through I went through this exercise in my head and went my best solution is fucking awful. Right. So I'm not claiming again. Okay. Not claiming to have a solution. That's what went through my head and I went, good God, this leads to a chain reaction that we don't want. But there's another group in the U.S. I want to call out. Who did? And that is all these suddenly pro-Israel, um, you know, right wingers. Where the fuck were you t- when 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 assholes in Charlottesville, Virginia, were chanting "Jews will not replace us"? You did not speak out against anti-Semitism. No. Now this is happening, and suddenly you're pro-Israel. You're against anti-Semitism. Fuck you. <sighs> sorry. No, I'm not. No, I'm sorry. No, I, I retract that. Sorry. Fuck you. You were nowhere to be heard when all the shit was going on, and now that it's politically advantageous for you, you're. Netanyahu's boy. First of fuck all, fuck off. I will take your apology because you yelled "fuck you" very loud, and these and, headphones and, are very good. <laughs> so that apology. And I've is, never is had to deal with you raising your voice and blaring through I'm my saying, headphones. Um, I don't apologize for it. <laughs> okay, you did. So <laughs> I'm going to take it. I didn't apologize for that. <laughs> that apology is retracted entirely. Uh, yeah, I just um, I I agree, right? Like you, uh, you know, it's just like. These new, all of a sudden, you've got all these, you know, Israel supporters, and it's just like, all right, well, again, where like, the fuck like were where, you? Where, where, where are you, right? When people are, you know, attacking Jewish people, right? And then it's just like, oh, that's a little too woke to be sitting there defending right. uh, a group of people, like, you know, you're you're not, you're not wrong on that one. You know, I mean, literally, I was on Facebook today, and a very right wing friend of mine that I've talked about in the past, never my name, on the show. He was doing the whole, you know, pro-Israel thing. I'm like, dude, I fucking know you. And I know damn well in Charlottesville where you stood. I know damn well where you stand when it comes to all the anti-Semitism in the U.S. prior to this. And your lack of a voice, lack of giving a fuck. And now you I mean, like, even with some of Trump's comments about, you know, Jews counting his money and, you know, you know, Jews being tight, all this right. other stuff. And, like, no one says, anything, oh, it's just funny, ha-ha. And it's like, all right, so that's okay, right? But now, all of a sudden, you're going to show your, you know, how Pro you're standing, Israel, yeah. standing with Israel. It's, it's you know, and that's where... Hypocritical that, and annoying as fuck. I'm, and, again, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what you said about all these... Opportunistic. The, yeah, the, the kids on college campuses who are suddenly... You know, 
pro whatever. They're full of shit too. I'm not right. disagreeing with the word go, of that. Like, listen, you guys want to go protest something on campus? Pro- protest the 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 tickets you get for parking. Go protest the the tow truck company that's coming and towing, you know, college kids' cars and making them pay two, three, five hundred dollars to get their cars out of impound. Right? Like th- th- that. I almost got into a fight with the tow truck driver in college. I, you and me both. Um, I slipped on ice and laid there going, you know, that might have damaged the soft tissue. That doesn't show up on x-rays. I, they were going to tow my car. Well, they did tow mine. I slipped on their lot. Yeah, the guy, like, came and, like, he gave me a ticket. And I had a bunch of tickets because I parked all over campus. I don't <laughs> fuck. And then, like, he's, like, standing there. And he's like, tow truck's coming and blah, blah, blah. And you owe this amount. And I'm like, dude, dude, fuck off. Get out of the way, right? He wouldn't get out of the way. So then, like, I wouldn't, like, touch him, but I, like, ran at him, and then I ran and got in my car, and then he ran to the door to tell me to get out of the car, because the tow truck was coming. I was like, fuck you. And I pull out, and I zip out of there. But Statute anyway. of limitations on ditch, ditching. Uh, I, I paid t- those t- tickets, t- tickets, man. I, Amherst, I paid, Massachusetts are I long. paid all those all fucking right. t- I had to right. pay him to graduate, all which right. is ridiculous. <laughs> which is ridiculous. They should be unrelated things. All right, man. Uh, we got to move on, because we've talked for weeks about how we don't have a Speaker of the House. Well, now we do. And now we do. Matt Gates won. Um, yeah, but I, I don't, like, I think Trump won. You know, Mike Johnson, I think, was was a pick to appease Trump, and I think that was kind of the thing all along. Um, you know, they put Jim Jordan up there first, but Jim Jordan was just so toxic that he couldn't, they couldn't get it across, and I think, you know, that comes home to roost. Can, can I interject on that? This does show what a douchebag Jim Jordan is. Right. Because this guy got unanimous support from your party. Right. And you couldn't. That is how much of a fucking douchebag all of your coworkers think you are. Sorry to interrupt, but I wanted right. that out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, so, so you know, some something, things about Mike Johnson. He's out of uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Yep. He's 51. Um, so, you know, he makes Mike Pence seem progressive um, <laughs> with his religious yes. zealotry. Um, Correct. You know, like the guy, you know, he's been on record. He said that he blames homosexuality for the fall of Rome um, and, you know, wants to, you know, criminalize gay sex. Um, or th- these are all things yeah, that he said no. and, and put and on Unlike paper. Jim Jordan, he has, he has introduced legislation. Um, it didn't go anywhere. But, but he, you know, he, he's come out and said, you know, that the, the founding fathers uh, built our, you know, republic on the principles of Christianity and blah, blah, blah. Now, never mind. You know, you've the First got, Amendment. Well, aside from the First Amendment, you've got the uh, what was that? The the was it uh, Tripoli? The Tripoli Accords or Tripoli Amendment? Uh, basically, saying that like we listen under no circumstances are we, uh, you know, have any religion related with our government, right? Like sure. if you go back and you look it up, um, you know, I mean, First Amendment. There shall be no establishment of a. Re- I mean, it's right. You know, I mean, we have multi- in really tiny print. Right, we have multiple documents that say no, no, no. We're going to leave religion out of this, and you know he is, you know, clearly saying the opposite, right? Um, so, so those things are problematic. I think that he, you know, he's already now he did do something that I thought was interesting, right? He wants to create a bipartisan committee on debt. Right, like so, bring the Democrats, bring the Republicans together. Let's look at the debt and figure out a way to reduce spending. Um, that has potential, right? Maybe, uh, but then I also just have concerns. Like, are you are are Democrats going to be able to get anything through with this guy at Speaker? 
given how conservative he is across the board. Um, now, maybe if as long as we can keep a, away from abortion and m- well, mostly abortion and anything to do with like gay or trans people, we may be okay. Right, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough about the guy to say that for sure. But and, and no one does. Right, but you know, coming through and the first thing is like, all right, we're going to do a bipartisan thing on debt. Let's see what that looks like. If he's down actually for bipartisan stuff across the board, and figuring out solutions with both parties to make sure that things get through, then okay, that's good. That's a win, right? Yeah. Um, we'll see how Trump responds to some of that stuff if, if that is the path that he goes. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, he does just, he raises a lot of questions. He, you know, my eyebrow is definitely up. You have to, I, you know, the next, I think, you know, like we've got an election or, uh, yeah, we got an election yeah. coming up in, in a couple weeks here. No, um, next week. Oh yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, next Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've lost all track of time, but anyway, so we've got an election coming up next, uh, next week. Uh, so we'll see how things go after that. Right. Like we need to, you know, we've got a, a pending government shutdown. We'll see how he handles that. Like that'll kind of tell us, I think everything that we need to know. Um, and then we'll go from there. So I, I, you know, based off what I know, not a fan, don't like it. I think the Democrats may have done a deal with the devil, um, thinking that they were being, you know, uh, oh, yeah, we'll throw them into turmoil and chaos. But then, you know, Trump thrives in chaos. And Mike Johnson coming out being a guy who supported, you know, Trump's, you know, election right, he, efforts exactly. and, he, and all he, that sort of. He still has not acknowledged that Trump lost, I believe. Exactly. So, I mean, you, you may have done a deal with the devil with getting this guy in, you know, pushing McCarthy out and putting this guy in. Um, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, that's, that's all I can really say on it right now. Uh, you know, like I said, some of the stuff that he said as it relates to religion and, you know, his beliefs and on how the government should work and its, its relationship to religion are not good signs. But, you know, like I said, we'll see. I, I, I'm going to have to just agree with everything. I'm going to have to just agree with everything you said because very unnerved by a lot of what I've heard about him, what I've heard from him. I know plenty of people who have religious beliefs and just overall beliefs that are, in my opinion, psychotic. But then when they are asked to do their job, they can separate the two. I don't have a good vibe that he's one of them, but, you know. That he would even try. Right. I don't have a good vibe, but let's see. If you you step in and don't do the firebrand, you know, hardcore Christian nonsense that will cause all kinds of problems for our country... I'll give you a shot. Well, but even with that, you have to be careful, right? Because (laughs) if he's not coming in, making a lot of noise and drawing a lot of attention, because some of the stuff that we're hearing from him, right, from him are previous interviews, um, things that he's written, you know, like, so it's not like, I'm not pulling this from someone else. This is shit straight from the horse's mouth, right? Um, But he's not coming in with the firebrand, but that doesn't mean, like, that could be worse, right? Because what's he trying to do behind the scenes? Why is he trying to pull attention away from himself? What is he trying to accomplish? Is it bipartisan or is it, you know, my 
you know, my belief system, my right. everything. And it just, it's hard to say. And the speaker is a powerful position. Like I said, there's a lot of politicians out there who aspire to get to speaker as opposed to president because they feel they hold more power in that speakership than they do as POTUS. Um, you know, as it comes to, you know, really almost everything, if you think about it, right? If government's working the way it's supposed to, everything's got to go through Congress. And um, you, you know, said hilarious words, though. If government's working the way it's right. supposed to. Right, I mean, well. We've circumvented the appropriation of war powers. I mean, you know, yeah. we found a way around that in the 60s, 50s. But, you know, that, that takes us to Trump and his issues. Um, you know, I, I want to go back to some of the plea deals from last week, right? Like Sidney Powell, uh, Cheeseboro, and Jenna Ellis. Uh, you know, the, the, I want to point out, right, that... Those are interesting. And Jenna Ellis is, is the one that I kind of want to focus on because when I went back and I read what she said, right? Like, so she reads out in court what she did, what she's admitting to. And she said something that kind of struck me as kind of a what the fuck, right? She says, oh, I trusted other people and the information they, they gave to me as to, you know, being true and valid and... And it wasn't, and, and, you know, I have to own that. Like, you're, you're a lawyer. You had one job, and that's to, that's to actually vet and verify information. That's what we do. We take information. We look at it. We figure out if it's true. We base, we take precedent from previous cases, and we apply it. And then we say, all right, we, we, that, that's what you do. It's processing and vetting information. Right, and then and then applying it in in, in a legal setting. So you're, you're telling me that you just completely punted on your job for the cause, right? Like she 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 said a lot more um, than I think she she realized in in that in you know in her statement in court. Um, you know, going back to in Sydney Powell. Well, you know, Sydney Powell pleads, and then she immediately comes out and says, "Oh, well, they made me do it, and I'm still a true believer." And that was kind of my fear with Sidney Powell, right? Like that she would plea, but then immediately go back to, you know, her, her, her stance, right? That the election was stolen, that everything she was doing was in the name of blah, 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 blah. And, and when you look at what she pled to, right? Like she pled to, you know, like tampering with the voting machines. Um, and, but they, like, they didn't make her plead to some of this other stuff, which gives her the sort of wiggle room to do the shit that she's still doing. Um, and, and that's, that's disturbing, but it did force, it brought Cheeseboro into plea. It brought Jenna Ellis into plea. Um, now there's even more pressure on Rudy Giuliani, right? Because like all the lawyers are pleading out and they all kind of reported up to him. So, and he's broke, right? And he's got no real way to really bring money in that, that isn't incredibly sketchy. Um, so the clock is ticking on him. How much is, is, is he a true believer or, or, you know, is he now back on planet earth and realizing, holy shit, I may need to get myself out of this or I may die in prison. I think hair dye endorsements should be his way to go. Well, find a hair dye that doesn't run and go, remember me, Rudy Giuliani, choose just for men. Can it we get back run. on? Can we? No, we can't. I'm sorry. Um, so, I mean, and that, you know, so so I think the next shoe to fall will be interesting to see. Is it really Giuliani? And you know, what does he plead to? And and what do they sentence him with? Well, I was I don't think Rudy or Trump get offered deals. 
I think they are the oh, top two. Oh, they fish. will absolutely offer Rudy a deal to flip on Trump and tell spill all the beans. Oh, they will absolutely offer him a deal. May not be a great one, but it's okay. going to be better than him going to jail or going going to trial and having to deal with it that way. They'll definitely offer you know him what? a deal. This, I, I'm not going to put a punching my a hole in the wall with my head bet on this. I say there's no chance Rudy flips between his arrogance. And no, his involvement. That, that may. That, no, no, I know those are two separate things. Yeah, like, do they that, offer him a deal? He may not accept the deal, but they will absolutely offer a deal. Why wouldn't you? I would. Oh, like, but, dude, but, you are broke. You are not the healthiest human on the planet, right? Um, you take this to trial and you lose. You die in prison, Bubby. So here's your options: take this deal, right? Where? Oh, so what would a deal look like? That would it be? Time in prison because if I'm Rudy, I'm um, like, you know, it depends. Uh, like, I, I got to look and see what they, you know, how they look at the charges, right? And what the what the requirements are, the charges that are pending against them. Um, you probably you probably offer just to keep him out of jail, but he's got to give a full account. Now he's lost. He's lost his law license already, right? So they can't even hold that over uh, his head. I'm not sure. I, okay. I know I it's been bandied about. Okay. I know it's come up. I don't know if it's officially been taken, but he's going to he's going to lose it after this, no matter what, right? Whether he takes a deal or he goes to trial, like it. Okay. It ends with him I'm being guilty. I was trying to say, is that something you could throw at him? But then again, he's ninety five years old or whatever. Right. He's eighty, whatever. He yeah. Is. I mean, so, like, so practicing uh, law probably right. doesn't, doesn't. I don't think he's going to start, you know, banging out DUI cases <laughs> anytime soon. But <laughs> call Giuliani and Giuliani. We can right, keep you out like, of anything. I don't. Uh, I, I I would assume that they would yeah go ahead and they would probably keep him out of jail in a plea deal, uh, maybe make a fine or make him pay a fine and throw him on probation for an extended period of time, um, with with some pretty stiff parameters um, around you know political dealings, um, but in return for that he would have to testify against Trump, you know fully and completely. And if the judge feels that he's even withholding a fart of evidence, then throw his ass in jail. And I want to put, uh, not push back, but I want to pile on to what you said about Sidney Powell. Yeah, she takes the deal. She gets on behind a microphone and she says all this true believer nonsense. But part of her deal is that she will testify fully and truthfully. And what she says on talk shows and podcasts doesn't mean shit. What she says on the stand is going to be... Now she, she and she's kind of figured out. She's like, "All right, well, I'll do what I have to do in court, and I'll tell the truth, but I can counter that by, you know, getting on Fox News or Newsmax or whatever and saying whatever the fuck I want to say, as long as the judge doesn't tell her to pipe right. the fuck down." Right. Now, here's the other thing: now she she's playing with fire a little bit, right? Because the judge could easily say, "Like, you know what? I don't like where you're going with this. I feel like this might be kind of violating what we talked about, and you know, so." <laughs> I'm going to give you one more chance, shut the fuck up, or you're going to be saying all this behind bars, right? Now, that's a that's a judgment call by the judge, and the judge may not feel like dealing with it at this point in time and is, is more focused on getting, you know, more people rounded up with, with this whole deal, um, but we'll, you yeah. know, it's worth I mean, keeping I mean, track of. I mean, of. to your point, though, when you're offering deals, you don't rescind, you don't pull one back based on public statements until it's... You the can. smart move. You could. You could. You absolutely but can. But, but it's probably smart not to, right? Let, let her run her mouth. Let her do whatever. We want you to flip. We want you to flip. And oh, by the way, when the rubber meets the road, <laughs> you know, yeah, the, I your mean, words it, suddenly do count. Right. I mean, it's it's if it's not hurting anyone, 
so to speak, and it's victimless, and she's not threatening people or harassing people and things like that, then you, you, you tend to let it go. Um, but if if she starts, you know, if she were to say, right, like, you know, if she pled guilty to tampering with voting machines, right, or something along those lines or whatever. Or right. In the specific, in, again, you know, I don't know specific, official proceeding whatever, or whatever it's called, yeah. Now, if she starts going against that, saying that didn't happen or whatever, then, then that's where she can get herself in trouble and they haul her ass back in. Um, but if it's just her spouting off political rhetoric, then then they're they're probably going to leave her be because you know First Amendment and sure. you know not wanting to to politicize this thing any more than it already is, and it's already at you know kind of max politica- politicization. Yeah, good enough. Good enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, you know one thing. I want, one more thing I want to throw in. I do want to move on to uh, our boy George Santos, but. Um, you know, this is a left-wing thing where when someone suddenly goes against Trump, they're your buddy, you can trust them, they're likable. Michael Cohen, who I find entertaining, is a fucking dirtbag. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude is an absolute scumbag. Now he's crushing Trump, and I give him some credit for, you know, being real at times when it wasn't easy. So I'm not going to... But to make this guy a martyr, to make him a hero... Dude was trash for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Then it came back and bit him in the ass, and suddenly he finds God. Good for you. Go right, man. But don't expect me to call you a fucking champion of justice or truth because you've been a dirtbag most of your right. adult existence. And, you know, the word opportunistic was used earlier in, in the show. This is an opportunity for Michael Cohen. I mean, Michael Cohen lived a pretty comfortable life working for Trump with the money that he made and everything else. And so he sees this as an opportunity between his book and podcasts and all this other stuff to drum up uh, uh, traction on on those things for him and to make money. So, of course, he's going to be out there and say that. Um, and I think Democrats have done a decent job of kind of not buddying up to him. Like, look, if I'm a prosecutor, like, I'm going to throw him up there. Now, you, sure. the issue with that is it's like, all right, you've been convicted, and you, we know that you're a liar, so <laughs> your credibility isn't great, but you worked hand-in-hand with Trump, so we have to at least get your, uh, you know, like your view of what, what the hell was going on. And he um, so, was he was in the trenches, right? So he was there. He's so not, he's not the best witness, but I think he's still somebody that you have to bring on. Agreed. So, I just, wanna, I just yeah. don't want to glorify I'm, this guy like he's a wonderful. Right. And human. I don't think anybody really is, right? I, like, I, I was in a different podcast than you. Okay. Um, so, you know that that's you know kind of the world of of Trump right now. Um, yeah, you, you got the gag orders up there. I, I, this is such a, I don't know, like this. I, it's such a non-issue to me, but people want to talk about it. Like, look, he, he, he can't threaten people in the courthouse. He can't, you know, basically threaten to dox them or in given, like knowing you've got a huge following going out and saying this person is out to get me and all that other stuff like that. Those are, that, that's easy. You can't say that shit. Like, don't talk about anybody in involved in the case and just stop. Right. I mean, it's not hard. The question then becomes, what do you do? Um, about it if he's going to keep going if you can't stop him. Now, I mean, the move, the prudent move would be just to be like, all right, if you don't stop him, I'm going to put you in jail. Um, and But the problem is with him, that doesn't help because you can only keep him in jail for so long and then you let him out and then all he's going to do is do the same thing over and over again. 
So you're kind of stuck with this sort of like, look, you, you continue to slap him on the hand, slap him on the hand, but he's not doing himself any favors, right? Because he's he like he's doing what he normally does. Oh, the rules don't apply to me. The rules don't apply to me. I could easily see the judge sitting there taking note of all this sort of shit. This thing goes to trial. He gets found guilty. And then when it comes to sentencing, oh, my God. <laughs> right. I mean, you want to say, the, the, I mean, you, the you, whole you, bookcase you've, you've been in those situations live in person. I have not. That trial tax is a real deal. And, you know. So for people who don't know, trial tax is if you make it go the distance, when it doesn't go your way, the court comes down and right. you're like, you could have made this easy. You could have saved time. And you could have saved money, money. But you, you dragged didn't. it out. So right. here's a big kick in the nuts. Yep. And people are like, well, that's, that's a legal term, is it? Kick yeah, okay. that's exactly the term that you'll find in the ORC. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, and people get mad about that. And they're like, oh, it's not. Like, bitch, you had a chance. Right? I mean, right. I, I had to tell that to client. Like, look, I told you to take the deal. I told you if this goes to trial, it's not good. Right, and it ain't because I'm not a good attorney. It's because you're on fucking camera doing the thing. Did I, did I tell you about my? No, testimony? okay, no. I'm speaking from real experience. I am too. I am too. <laughs> right, but mine's better because I was the actual attorney. So I I'm was just the saying. Witness. I, I'm just saying, like I can't, like sometimes, right? Because people want to get mad at the attorneys, like, oh, well, you didn't win my case, like motherfucker, you committed the crime. I'm just trying to keep you out of jail for life, as opposed to you know ten fucking years. Right? They offered you five years. I told you to take it. That was the best case scenario. Now you're going in for an extended period of time longer than had you, you know, even if we would have just gone, there's, people have opportunities to avoid this shit. They don't do it because everyone thinks that they're the smartest person in the fucking room, right? And that everyone thinks that they're fucking Teflon, whoever, and that they can't, it, well, you know, you fuck around and you find out. And Trump is is playing the ultimate game of chicken here, um, and I think he has to. He doesn't have a choice, right? He backed himself into this corner. And um, he, he likely ends up suffering the conflict. Like, look, bro, you got 91 counts, four states, two federal. I, I mean, he's not going to be able to dodge all of these. I think he may be able to get out of one or two. But sure. he, he's going to, he, he's either going to have to plead a couple of them out or be, take him to trial and be found guilty. And and if he doesn't plead and goes to trial and gets found guilty, there will be no, oh, well, you're a former president and you're beloved and all that. Nope, nope, nope. You're going to jail. And we're going to have to deal with it as a country. It's bad politics and everything else. But you, like... It's real tough to, tr- to post from Truth Social when you're in right. federal prison. Um, even if you're I, a club fed. Even if you're in club fed. Um, I'm not going to go into my story because of issues of time. Thank you. Because I want you to <laughs> fuck you. Um, uh, we, as we discussed earlier, no, uh, November 7th is uh, Tuesday this week. And there are two issues on the ballot in Ohio. Issue, well, there's multiple, but issue one and issue two. Hold on. What's up? Oh, 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 sorry. Yes. Oh. Our boy George Santos. I brought him up earlier and I jumped over the board. Yeah, so he's facing a ton of trouble. Apparently, entirely self-created. Apparently, in the, okay, <laughs> entirely self-created, and yet the House chose not to expel him. So they put it up for a vote, and they needed sixty-seven percent, I think. And I don't know what the final numbers were, to be honest with you, but he will not be expelled. Um, does raise the question: What do you got to do to get expelled from Congress? It's a right call. 
What do you mean? But by, by the Republicans to not lose a vote, or no? That's where I call them not expel them. Why? Because the guy is a liar, and he's been charged and he's been indicted, but he hasn't been found guilty, and we can't expel him yet. If he goes through all this and they come back and say he's innocent, and you expel him, that's a problem, right? And you also set that like, listen, our polit- the people that we send to Washington are fucking stupid. Right? They're not smart people. They are all about self-preservation. And so they do stupid things. Like, oh, well, you guys charge George Santos, even though we know he's a liar and a scumbag, and we're not sure what his actual name is, and he is like a cross-dressing person that lied about marriage and married someone else. But, nonetheless, he was not found guilty. So... In retaliation, we're going to throw charges at someone that, on your side, and we're going to expel them, and even if they're not guilty, it will be sweet revenge, and then that opens the door. We're seeing it right now. They're trying to impeach Biden on whatever, because they don't, impeach, like yeah. they don't like him, and you know Donald Trump got impeached twice, so they were trying to impeach, you know, they were just, they were just like... Whoever whoever's the Democratic nominee, they win. They're getting impeached, right? Now we knew, we knew pretty early on it was going to be Biden, but like that—that's the level of just idiocy that we're dealing with. And this is the smart move. Go ahead, let this play out. It sucks for timing, right? Because people are talking. Oh well, we need to. Okay, but the same would apply to Robert Menendez, who I would also like to see expelled. Right, and you can't. You gotta. You gotta let the All legal right. process. They You're need. They, I guess we're both inconsistent just on other they, sides. They have to at least like they haven't even been through the full process of review by the um, the ethics committee, right? Like, like if, give me a final report from the ethics committee. Maybe I could think about it then. Right, but we don't have that on either person. All we have are these indictments, and those indictments are legitimate and they're real, and the and the charges are substantial on both Menendez and Santos. But until you have some form of completed due process, you can't expel them because you don't like them because of allegations and and other shit. Right? Like, I listen. I am. I have been very anti George Santos from since I. Read about him the first time. Found out who he was. Found out who who and what he was. Um, And I mean, we went through, there was about a a six week period where every week there was a crazier and crazier story about some bullshit that he had put out there. That being said, um, you know, some of the stuff like lying about who you played volleyball for in college is not a crime. Shitty. And it's weird. (laughs) And weird. And it's not a crime. And lying about who you work for is not necessarily a crime and padding your resume. Um, but now the, the campaign finance and the money stuff, those are crimes, which he has been indicted for. But those are allegations at this point. And, you know, what, we what, just need to be careful with getting rid of people because of allegations. And I think that support you you support that because isn't that how they got rid of your boy uh al franken al franken right well al franken stepped down he did not amid pressure amid pressure and i think he fell on the sword i agree and i think that's what i mean so a i don't think al franken should have necessarily stepped down i think he should have done a you know a, a 180 and said look here's the person that i wronged here's my arm on her shoulder 
She doesn't feel he wrong. Probably shouldn't touch her. Okay, put here, fine. Here's her standing next to me. Fine. Yeah, whatever. Um, no, I think he should. Like they were friends. He, what he did was stupid under the circumstances. But not, anyway, this isn't about defending <laughs> okay. Alfred. Again, okay. but I'm, okay. I'm actually supporting but, you. Are you, I'm not recognizing how, like, because, because you, Al Franken should not have been forced out, right? Agreed, right? He was he was forced out he, through peer pressure, and he stepped down. Yep. But like, based in the, on in the, the climate at right, the time, based on the climate. Now, th- listen, that situation, we have pictures, right, of what he did, right? And I, I don't know, I didn't think it was that bad, but apparently at the time, either did the person who right, was supposedly wrong. But everything but okay. is terrible, so whatever. But my thing is, like, look, we we you. You gotta be careful going down this road of using any means necessary to get rid of your opponents because you don't like them and you want better numbers and everything else because you, it it weakens the ability of the the government to function right like we're already we already deal with enough fucked up dysfunction and now if we open up this door where we can just throw charges at people and then remove them because they've been accused of something that is fucking dangerous and I think this is the okay. move. Right, like, look, in the charges against Santos, I don't think he's going to be able to beat. Right, I mean, like, the guy is just a flat-out liar, and he's not a good liar. So I'm sure the paper trail, as it relates to the money and everything else, is is as bright as the sun. He will, he he won't survive this. Now, the problem that you have, right? It's just like, oh, there's all these important votes coming up, and we need numbers. Well, you, you should have fucking won. Like. He, you didn't do what you needed to do last election to get the seats and the numbers that you needed if you're a Democrat. Sorry. Right? Do a better job of messaging and mobilization and everything else and reading reading the fucking room. Right? But now you can't go through and say, oh, well, we're going to do this thing where we're just going to get rid of them and expel them. And, like, we, we, we've got, like, you, you got to wait until until due process. Right? Like, I, you have to have that. I mean, I, I, I the only distinguished... The only thing I would say to, to to distinguish from that is, there's due process for what you deserve legally, which he, he absolutely is entitled to, and then there's the can you effectively do your job as a representative or a senator with this over you, like straight Why can't in, because because <laughs> he's fucking going to jail. We all know it. Um, no, I mean I, again with Menendez. Up until, up until with, he goes, with, with, with Menendez, I said that. No, same look, thing. I think. Like, I mean, no, look, I think Santos is completely incompetent and should have never been in Congress. And you know, they should have punished. They well, should have tried to. But if we kick kick people out of Congress for being incompetent, exactly, there'd be four people left. I don't even know who they are. Right. So I mean, I don't know. I just I think that with both him and Menendez, both you got to wait until you know they plead out. Right on these cases, right? Because if they plead out, that's the best, right? Like you kind of really want to avoid a trial in either case. You get them to plead out, like, look, that's a guilty plea, and you're now guilty of this, this, and this based off of your plea. Goodbye. All, All right. right. Well, we 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 we're we're gonna go way over, so we'll I, we skip we, the we, sports stuff and just okay, just go. With Ohio them. one, Ohio issues one and two. So Ohio issue one is basically, from what I understand it. Ohio um, putting a strict ban on abortion. If you vote no on issue one, you are in, in or whatever supporting a complete ban on abortion. If you vote yes on issue one, you are saying you do not want the state constitution to completely ban abortion. What are you laughing at? Co- close enough. Yeah, yeah, close enough. That's that summarizes it. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, I don't it's, know if you're locked here. Uh, no, I, it just look. It's one part of the issue with issue one 
is how it's written and how it's presented. It's not really all that clear, and a lot of people are struggling with it, and that worries me. I agree. Um, issue one, a vote yes, is a vote for women's rights and women's right to do what they need to do with their bodies. Um, the focus is abortion, but look, there's there's other issues. I've got personal people that I real people that I know, conservative people who have faced serious life threatening issues because of how strict the abortion ban was. Like they needed procedures, but they thought it was a little too close to an abortion, so they couldn't get it done here. Had to literally leave the state. These are women with means. I was going to say, it. they have the ability to do that. But that ain't the case for a lot of people. So a vote for issue one is a vote for women's rights. You vote no, then what you're saying is you're okay with the state saying, women, we have control of your bodies, and you can't do this, this, and this. Good luck, right? And if you vote no on issue one, not only can you not do it, it opens the door for them to say, and we are going to try to figure out a way that if you go to another state, we can prosecute you for whatever you do in that other state, right? That's not there now, but that's the rumor mill down in, in Columbus. Um, and that's, that's terrifying. Places like Tennessee, Texas, like you see them trying to do things like that where it's just like, oh, if we find out that you went somewhere else, we're going to come after you. We're going to sue you. We're going we're, we're to criminally charge you, right? Like that, that is absurd. A vote for issue one. Right, oh, is, yes vote it, for issue one. Sorry, no vote for issue one. A, a yes vote for issue one protects... That are women. Yes. Period, point blank, the end. I don't know a single woman who is not adamantly vote yes on issue one. Now, I'm sure I do know that they just haven't said it to me because they know they're, who I, I mean, am. they're around. No, oh, no, sure. And my, I know if my sister lives in Ohio, which she does not, which is good for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, she's as hardcore Catholic as you get. And to a lot of people, abortion is a black and white issue. And I, we've talked about it. We frankly, we've talked about it as little as we could get away with because we both said we're never going to have one, so let's stay out of this. And then when we couldn't avoid it, we both, you know, um, you know, put it out there. And I'm going to stay on the side of I don't want the government or the state interfering with what a woman has to do when she's making a tough choice. And there's a lot of ugly in that. Look, if something happens, and let's say, I mean, because one of the worst situations that you see are these women who have these pregnancies that the baby's not viable, right? Ends right. up dying in the womb, and then they can't get it removed because of these strict laws. So now... And it affects their health, potentially. It affects, right, their health. Now, so now these women have to try to figure out a way. You know, their options are have this... You have to basically have a dead baby, or you, go, you have to travel out of state to a place that will allow it, typically Illinois... Uh, is where they go, um, and those are your options. And if you don't have money to get yourself to Illinois and get back, then your option is to do something illegal that could get you charged, or and good luck finding a doctor that'll do it, or you just end up having a stillborn baby. That is fucking awful. Right. And that stillborn baby might right. adversely hurt, and again, hurt the mother. I've got a daughter. Now, my daughter's nine, right? So it's not something that I'm worried about quite yet. Um, but we've seen horror stories of kids, 12, thir girls, 12, 13 years old, having issues and being raped and all this other stuff. Um, and so I, I am 
more aware of this now than I ever have been. Um, I won't say aware, but it just no, it just hits it, you differently. It, it hits me differently in in, in the impact, um, and th- that's where my head is at with that particular issue. Is just like, look, this I, I don't I don't care about your religion, right? I just I don't sure. care about your religious your religious beliefs. You don't believe in abortion, then don't fucking have one. Right, I don't care what you. That's do. that's the ultimate answer, right? right? Like, the, like you don't you don't like gay sex? Don't have gay sex. That's pretty simple, right? You don't like trans? Then don't chop your dick off, and you won't be <laughs> on to deal with it, right? Like it, this whole thing of this the stuff that these other people do, right? Is like something I need. Like not only do I not like it, which okay, fine, I don't care, right? But it's I need the government to step in and prevent you from doing that thing that you do. Because my religion says it's bad, right? That is where it's not okay, right? I can't, if you don't like or support gay people, gay merit, whatever, okay, fine. I'm not trying to change what's in your heart, but this whole thing where you think the government needs to step in and prevent people from doing these things, right? That's, that's where the line has to be drawn hard in the sand, right? Because don't sit there and tell me about all your small government and the government's too much involved, but yet you want the government directly involved in people's personal lives as intimately as it can fucking be. You literally want the government in people's bedroom. Mike Johnson, you want to see who's fucking who and how they're fucking them, and then you want to criminalize it. It don't get more big government than that. You just stole all my thunder. I was lining up for this big alley-oop for me to throw you. lobbing it up and I was going to throw it down, but 100% agree. Keep the government out of people's bedrooms. Things that don't affect non-consenting adults. I mean, anything... Consenting adults should be able to do what consenting adults want to do, especially when it comes to their personal lives, their sex lives. And don't call yourself a small government, stay out of my life guy, and then say, but we got to get you know, take care of these trans people because they're they're not hurting you. Name one time it's ever affected you. You can't. And and if it did, if you were wrongfully treated by a person, deal with it legally. If they wronged you, take it to the courts. And, and they're but, hypocrites, right? Because they'll oh, come out and they'll say, because uh, they'll come out and say, oh, well, trans people and uh, pedophiles and blah blah blah. It's like, all right. So if that's the case, and we're gonna ban trans people, right? Because you're worried about a guy going into the girl's bathroom and and messing with the child. Okay. Well. What about the guys who we know for a fact do this in churches, in schools? The principal at Rocky River High School here locally in Cleveland just had to step down because of his inappropriate relationship with students, right? We had another guy who started a bunch of charter schools in the area, right, who got busted in a fucking sex trafficking scheme. Uh, uh, um, sc- yeah, I don't know any of this, by the way. So. Because, you know, like he, like they did a big sting Right. And he gets caught up in trying to have sex with kids for money. Right. Like, so w- what are we doing about school administrators? Right. That are such a fucking threat. Right. I mean, oh, by the if, way, if they legitimately we, are a threat to children. They legitimately are a threat to children as they've been busted and they work in schools. Right. We can go down the line for people in churches. Right. School, like, all, like, so, so what are we, like, what are you really, like, so again, right. if you're trying to protect the children, we need to, like, and we're we not even getting into all the priests and everything else. So if we're really trying to protect kids from predators, then we need to go after all the predators, right? Every single one of them. Based rather, off than the, of, rather than the hypothetical right, ones. Rather than the hypothetical ones, you go after all the predators, right? And pedophiles and all those, since you're so protect the kids, right? You're so protect the kids, right? And what kills me is that these motherfuckers will come out like, 
you haven't seen a story about a trans person trying to do this with the kids. Like you've heard about someone who told a story about someone who said they might have seen something. Right. But then you get an actual story where you've got the principal of a high school who's had inappropriate relationships with students. And I don't hear one conservative voice coming out and wanting that guy's fucking head on a spike. Right. This guy who did the charter schools here in Cleveland. Nobody want like I don't hear any other conservatives. I don't hear Jim Jordan talking about wanting this guy's head on a Jim fucking jo- spike. Jim Jordan should be the one out there. Right. right? Like you, you get these stories of these people abusing these children, having sexual relationships with kids in high schools and everything else. Right. What about the female teachers fucking boys in schools? Right. Like every little boy, every high school kid's dream. But it's still sexual abuse. It's still pedophilia. Right. So yeah. where are the people who want these women's heads on a fucking spike when that shit happens? But again, oh, it's the trans, it's the gays. They want to fuck all the kids, right? Right. Well, fu- like, like, so you you pull one story, yeah. hypotheticals ever, versus ever so often, right? And now we got to build. We, we're, we're making laws against it. And meanwhile, you got people acting in broad daylight right in fucking front of you, and you don't say shit. You don't go on Fox News and say shit about it, right? You don't get on the you, you don't get on you don't get on YouTube ranting and raving about you, you know about teachers and principals and and taking advantage, right? Get the fuck out of here. Issue two. Issue two. I need legalization issue two right of now. marijuana. Ohio, if you fuck this up, I'm moving. I'll be voting I yes. Will, I might. I'm. I'm. I'm in a weird. No, I said I don't think we will. Oh, fuck, not, where the fuck are you gonna move to? Um, where would Jim move? Right. Where would Jim fed move? up politically? Where's where? Where are you moving? Montana. Fuck you, <laughs> bro. I'm like I, don't, I could go totally compound all this all this shit you're worried about politically, and so your choice is to move to Montana, which is getting liberal so... as fuck. As a, and and and, and I'm, well, according I'm doing... to what Yellowstone? Get well, the they're fuck They're not out liberal of here. in Yellowstone. No, uh, uh, it's all the, the, show, all the, all the, the no, 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 no. I know, but even in the show, I mean, Kevin Costner's. I'm anti-progress, and I love Kevin Costner, and I love that show. But um, where I think I'm... you miss a lot of that show. I think Taylor Sheridan is progressive as fuck, and I think he's telling you in fucking broad daylight, and you motherfuckers are too... Not you, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of the conservative people who love that show and dress up as Beth and uh, fucking Rip Rip for Halloween and all you MAGA... Taylor Sheridan is the creator. Oh, okay, okay. Taylor Sheridan is progressive as fuck. If you watch and you pay attention to what he is saying... And some of the messaging, oh, especially yeah, in Yellowstone. And then don't don't even get me started on Mayor of Kingstown. Mayor of Kingstown, you will fucking hang yourself after every, every episode. It is the most depressing show that talks about the fucked up is situation. That, is that, uh, of, what's it, Jeremy Renner? Jeremy Renner. It, the show is amazing, but it, it like me and D watch it, and we're just like, well, that was fucking awful. My God. Like, it's good, but it's just like, well, I need to sit here and watch cartoons that, for the rest of the night to feel know, better. That, that's, that's where I was with um, The Last of Us. Like, if the people who watched The Last of Us who were, like, gung-ho or whatever, you're missing a pulp. Because, ultimately, that show, one big element of it is communism in small chunks actually is the right way to do government. <laughs> it, okay. It, 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 in small chunks. In a group of a thousand people that are self-sustaining and you need everybody. So, at one point in the show, um, the, uh, Pad- Pedro Pascal... Do not Pascal, get us on a fucking watch list. <laughs> uh, well... It, uh, fucking two, if you haven't gotten us a watch list yet, how am I going to do it? Dude, I don't care about being on Putin's watch list, right? Well, I'm good, because we're there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
All right, I'll, I'll, I'll go. This rant will take me an hour and a half to complete. Don't do that. So let's just say vote yes on issue two. Let's legalize weed. Vote yes on both. Yes on issue one. Yes. It's very simple. How do you vote? Issue one, vote yes. Issue two, vote yes. You do that, we're good. You don't, we're fucked. November 7th, do it. I've got my own. vote for Sherrod Brown? Oh, is he on? I think so. I will vote vote straight D on the air. (laughs) Fuck you. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever the fuck. Steve can laugh as I said D. I I didn't need you to vote for Sherrod Brown. All right, yes, we do got, vote for Sherrod because, Brown. Because uh, the, the, there's potential money for Pantheon if he stays on, so. Yay, vote for Sherrod Brown. <laughs> well, thank you for acknowledging your personal. We are at Whiskey Congress, and we're done.